Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Get up, get up, get up. It is the Get Up Show. Well, hello. I understand that we're rolling. It's the Get Up Show here and Simon Says Podcast number 68. Feeling great. Real neat. Wait, it doesn't rhyme. (laughs) Good job. Good job on that. We had something going for about a second. Well, welcome to it. If you, if you enjoy the podcast, we'd love for you to subscribe and like and share it with your friends and all that stuff. But you need me? Uh-oh. Hold on just a second. Y'all, y'all go ahead and talk for a second. <laughs> okay. Well, we got real far with that one. <laughs> so, you know what I think is neat? That I got to fly for the first time in who, who knows how long. Oh, and yeah. Within 10, 15 minutes of being at the airport, I saw someone pitching a fit at TSA. <laughs> Are you kidding? Are you serious? What? <laughs> They were like, because their bag got pulled, and they're you know they're waiting to have someone screen their bag, and they're like, mm. we got to we're, we're really late, we're really late. What do you? I don't care. And the guy, I heard the guy say at one point, he was like, I don't care if you bring the dogs over or what, just check my bag. So here's what I'll never understand is that those TSA people, they do not care. They're like, you know, you're late. That's your fault, not my problem. We're yeah. doing our job and yelling at them is well, only you know, going to make you, them go slower. You know, when they do care is when you step just one toe over that yellow line at LaGuardia and the guy says, step back from the line, sir. <laughs> oh, my God. OK. I didn't know there was a line. Oh, my God. It, okay. it reminds me kind of like my kids is like the more that like if they tell me to do something, I'm like, oh, no, this isn't going to happen now. <laughs> And like, I will take my sweet time if I choose to do it at all. So, Well, so how's it been up there at your parents' house so far, man? Are you guys out of gas up there like we're out of gas down here? I looked this morning and 25% of the gas stations in the whole state are out of gas. Nah, man, I'm lousy with gas. I put gas in all the cars yesterday. How is your fault? I was just spraying it around like a big it's, party. It's crazy because people are going out with these huge drums like you know, emergency gas tanks yeah. and filling them up like 50, 100 gallons of gas. And the, the gas stations aren't made for everyone to go and do this right no. now at the same time. That's panic buying that's causing these places to run out of gas, not the pipeline. No, absolutely. They're, the only thing they said about the pipeline is that it w- just wasn't getting shipped out as quickly. But that doesn't mean that the gas stations didn't have enough to sustain us until everybody started panic buying. Yeah. Well, what about the lunatics? I mean, do you think it's for real? When you see a video of some absolute monster pumping gas into a plastic bag, do you think that's a real thing? Yeah. Or is that like fake? No, man. 
never underestimate how stupid people are, especially <laughs> you take you take stupid and then you put fear into it and then you tell them they can't have something. That is a dangerous combination. Oh, yes. uh, well, we've what already you, seen that. That's the thing. What's crazy is to see that we're it's like we're used to that that fear buying of stuff. But so, gasoline Gasoline doesn't go well with petroleum products. It ain't going to go in that bag too well. One time no. we were trying to start a bonfire in my friend Steve's <laughs> backyard, and he had a styrofoam like quart container. Uh-oh. Yeah. And he, he said, I'm going to get some gas. And it ate through it just about the time oh, he got yeah. back to the edge of the fire, and it burned straight up the line into the cup and, you know. He so didn't, my he didn't my first up. thought was, um, oh, you can't do that because, you know, there's the sign at the gas pump that says gas must be dispensed into pre-approved containers. But huh. then I'm like, well, who's going to go yell at them, though? Yeah. I mean, yeah, they, excuse yeah. me, Mitz, can you please stop putting it into your, your teeter plastic bag? Yeah, that's ridiculous. Into you your know, storage tub. While you're there at your parents' house, this reminds me of something. I was talking to a friend of ours who mentioned to me a story about young Maddie that he had shared, and he's never shared with us, about when he was a kid and he would go and get new music, how his parents would pre-edit the music, and not only the music, but the packaging that the music came in. Tell us a little bit about that. No, they didn't do it to the music. They did it to, my dad would do it with movies. Like he would take, he would like tape movies but he would cut out, like, I didn't realize there was some really fun stuff in Police Academy until mm-hmm. way later in life. Like, there's a scene where the guy dresses up and goes to the woman's dorm. And uh-huh. in the version I saw, he walks in the building and then it cuts to him walking out in the morning. So your dad oh. had, like, editing equipment to no, do this? No, like, like, it was like a dual VCR kind of thing. Like he Pause would, he button. Would, oh. We would tape, Yeah. But okay. no, my music, no, we never, it's they never messed with my music, although they did pitch a fit, like, I think one time when I brought out, one of my first records was Licensed to Ill, and I think that was like, what? Okay, you're not telling us everything, because in the version of the story I heard, yeah. you were not allowed to have any suggestive inserts, like, from your cassettes, like, if they if they saw anything suggestive on the cassette insert, they would take that, and that when you got a certain Guns N' Roses record, you were thrilled because of the naughty picture you found when you unfolded all of that artwork. Oh, yeah, the, the, um, it was an illustration. Yeah, yeah. I and remember that, but I, I don't remember my parents ever taking my stuff. Who was telling you these lies? Well, it's somebody you used to work with before I even got here. Is somebody you used to work with, and apparently you were dazzling them with repartee, and you were making every bit of it up, and now you don't remember having done it. That's the trouble with lying, man. I've told you about your lies. See, I'm wow. sitting here thinking that your parents were like the original PMRC. They started it with Tipper Gore, and that was the reason why we have the warnings on <laughs> certain recordings. But no, no, you just made it all up. Yeah, no, that Good doesn't ring a bell at all. So, wow. <laughs> in your face. Oh, that was great. That was neat how that happened. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, you know, kids are brutally honest. I was talking to my kid the other day. I was telling her this story, and I can't remember how we got into it. Oh, she was talking about, you know, we were going to go to New York for her birthday, and then, of course, the world shut down, <clears throat> so we went nowhere. And then she's like, and, you know, I really want to go to Paris, but aren't French people mean? Aren't they rude to Americans? And I was like, it depends on how you act. You know, if you go there and you're cool with everybody and you try to speak French and you're not a loud, bombastic, you know, tip, 
typical American jerk in their eyes. Yeah. You know, pe- people will bring you in. I was like, I went out to dinner with locals all the time. I got invited to private parties. I, I was friends yeah. with these guys who had a bar called Sam Kearney's American Bar. And it just so happened when I was there, they were about to close it down. And they invited me to the last night. They had a private party, shut down private party. So I get to the door and there's a, a guard there and he doesn't know me. But then I look in and I see my friends behind him and I wave at him and they come out and throw the door open. They're like, hey, come on in here. And I brought guests that I had made friends with. One of them was this old dude, and I found out the lady with him was his mistress, and she whispered to me, Do you know who he is? He owns many casinos. He's a very big man. Mm. And I'm like, mm, okay. And then we're at the party, and he takes the guitar from the, the band that's there, and he knows one little portion of the Elvis song, the, the, um, the Long Black Train, you know, the Mystery Train song. He knows one little part of that, and he proceeds to sing that over and over and over. And I'm telling her this story. She goes, God, you you should be a movie. I was like, well, that'd be pretty boring. She goes, well, yeah, yeah, now. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> but once you were exciting, Dad. She's like, up until now is what I mean. <laughs> I, I remember one time we got to do a college trip to, to France, and we actually ended up in a France versus UA, USA dart match. Mm. And we won and got the entire bar to 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 chant USA. <laughs> oh my God, that's big! I am the only yeah. person on this show that's never been to France. You got to go. So well, jealous. you know, I'll give you if you go to um, there's this place not too far from here in Williamsburg. They've got a little French section at Bush Gardens, and you know it's it's just <laughs> well, like it. <laughs> um, actually, the amusement park that we used to go to back home in Cincinnati. It's called King's Island and it has an Eiffel Tower. So oh, it's, it's, oh it's, my it's God, you're exactly right. exactly the same. King's Dominion has one too. Right. Yep. And, and you can take pictures of it at night without the risk of going to jail like in France. And I've been up in it. Neener. How about that? <laughs> yeah, not here. Stairs did are closed. You, <laughs> did you do the, you didn't do the real Eiffel Tower when you were in France? No, we did. We uh, the stairs were closed to the top, so we could only get the no. So yeah, we walked up like half the way or two thirds of the way up, and then we couldn't go to the very tippy top because we didn't want to wait. Did... The elevator was so long. Oh, okay. That's what I was gonna say. You didn't yeah. know there was an elevator? No, I did. It was a mile long to, for people to ride up in it. So we're There's... like, screw that. The the one before the very tippy top, that observation deck before that you get out of the elevator and you're stepping out and you know, I'm, I'm so super afraid of heights and I'm <laughs> stepping out of the elevator and I look down and there's a crack about three fingers <gasps> wide that you can see all the way down. Oops. Vertigo. Dude, that, that's like that stupid sky. Did you see the thing about the glass sky bridge? The guy was on and the glass broke. Did it can really break this time? They said, yeah. So what happened was, is they actually let people on it. And I guess the winds hit like, crazy high winds uh-huh. and it torqued it just enough that the glass started to break and but so they was had to it, like, i mean most of those glass bridges have like five different layers so when they cracks it's only one layer that cracks yeah there's multiple bridges like jeff and Bo and yeah. lloyd <laughs> and todd they're all the so, bridges they're like onions they have so many layers yeah <laughs> you know what's scary this is another thing scary about kids and uh Maddie, I know you're having this too because your little girl's going to be driving before you know it, oh. bro. Yeah, she is kind of driving, but not on her own. But yeah, yeah. So my little girl, 
is with me in the car a lot. And I know you guys have your cute, cute comments about the way I drive, but I'm really trying to adjust my behavior behind the wheel because she's a little sponge. And I realized that the other day, a couple times I'm thinking she's joking. And then I realized she's not, she'll be somebody slow in traffic. And she's used to me in the way that I used to act. So and she she'll release us a tirade of curse words. She goes, just run into him. Just, just run into him. It won't work. Just hit him. Go ahead. And then like we were going somewhere the other day and it was kind of slow. She goes, just go into oncoming traffic, go around these idiots. Oh my gosh. You are. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> She's going to be a handful to teach the proper You know, it's funny because I, I have started trying to un, like unprogram stuff that I've done and even yeah. said to her like the other day, I went, I went for my phone and I'm like, yeah. listen, you do realize you need to do as I say, not as I do. Right. Yes. I've been, I've been doing this a lot longer than you. <laughs> like right but that's that's one of the biggest things you have to be careful with because you know we've all done it even if it's just to like put on some music or something that you're like oh god wait they can't see me doing that or they're gonna think it's okay although you know it's funny because my kid's pretty quiet so i would love i almost would love to see her yell at somebody like i do i mean mm-hmm. i do i do the same thing bro i mean i i for sure will just like are you know completely start screaming at somebody I don't do that. You just wait until you're riding along with her and you think everything's fine, and then she just curses like a sailor. You're like, oh, Oh, my sweet girl. I'd be so proud. (laughs) I'd take her out for ice cream. (laughs) Well, that's true. You got a whole different – you're wired different, man. You know, people from up north don't think about it the same way. It's not shocking for for your daughter to – It's like a rite of passage. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, cursing kids are hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) I'm nervous about it because we we did go out driving when she was 12. She's 13 now. We went out driving when she was 12, and she was pretty good. She was okay, and then she ran over all four tires on the curb over at the church parking lot, and she spooked herself. Oh. Yeah. That happens a lot, too. A lot of times they think that they, they think they're supposed to do it right from the very first time. And they are. They, when they don't, then it's <laughs> like, I don't want to do it anymore. No, well, that was like my dad right. teaching me how to drive a manual transmission. I remember I was on a slight hill and I ended up popping the clutch and like completely peeling out. It terrified <laughs> me. I mean, he didn't make it much easier, but at the same time, you know, it's like you got to get over that. And that's what you constantly tell him. It's like, that's, look, stuff's going to happen, but you got your, I'm like, you know, I'm constantly telling both the boy and the girl, I'm like, you know, you are in control of this vehicle. It doesn't control you. You need to be the one who runs this thing and just, you know, keep your head on. So here's what's scary for me is that, you know, I grew up in a small town and we didn't have highways like, you know, I-40 and I-85 and everything to get from one place to the other. It was all like city streets. And that makes it easier to learn how to drive and kind of learn your skills and stuff without worrying about, you know, 10 cars around you going 85 miles an hour. So that I can't imagine learning to drive in a big city or in a big area like this with all these highways. Yeah, this ain't a big city. Come on, man. There's interstates, though. I don't (laughs) like if it were up to me, none of our children would ever would ever (laughs) drive on the interstate. Look at the size of that building. Diddy, Diddy, look how big that thing is. There's That's people like, like Sean out there on the interstate <laughs> that terrifies me. How, how many cows you reckon's in that building, Diddy? That's like three <laughs> barns stacked on top of each other. Shut up. What? It's got to be full of grain. <laughs> Woo-wee! There's thousands of dollars of grain in that building, son. You guys are jerks. <laughs> what? 
I'm just trying to relate. No. So you you had a thing you, the other day about people in leftovers, and I, I've been around where, you know, I've been at a really nice restaurant, and the person will come and say, can I get you some boxes? And then the, the girl at the table will go, <laughs> I don't eat leftovers. Well, that's just being jerky. Well, it's um, wasteful. <laughs> well, it's absolutely wasteful, and but it's also, you know, but that's also, they, they say that people who grew up in, oh, let's say, more well-to-do families, they are more likely to not have leftovers or not eat them and throw huh. them away and waste them because <laughs> if we don't have to eat leftovers, I'll just get more food. Is that what it is? Is that why? That's one of them. That and food safety. People are kind of freaked out about, you know, oh, it's uh, going to be in my car for 10 minutes. No, I think the it always, food for me, safety. Go ahead. I'm sorry. For me, it depends on what it is. Like, yeah. there's certain stuff that just doesn't go well the next day. So it's oh, like shush. that stuff. You're some, crazy. Some stuff you reheat is fish? better. Yes. Of course oh. I reheat fish. Or I don't. I like cold fish in the morning as a breakfast item because it's brain food. <laughs> That's well, better than f- what you deserve. <laughs> as we know, many of our coworkers love to reheat <laughs> fried yeah. fish. Yeah. But the only but, danger with, with leftovers at my house is if you have leftovers in a container and you put them in the fridge and you think they're going to be there the next time you look, the danger is I've already eaten that. <laughs> That's like my house. Well, yeah. it's weird because like... In my in our house, I'm about the only one who eats the leftovers, and I also think that's just me being frugal. And it's like oh, I'm not wasting that food, no. but the the guys like it, it, unless it's something that was really 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 good, they hardly ever eat leftovers. Dude, Austin will like he will actually get a meal and barely eat it so he can eat it for breakfast the next day. <laughs> oh, good man. I like that. I mean, I like that he plan. lives off of leftovers. It's okay. ridiculous. He'll take other people's stuff because he's planning his breakfast. Like, he doesn't eat breakfast foods. He only eats, like, dinner for breakfast. That's good. I, so, I get yeah. excited about leftovers like Italian or mm-hmm. Japanese because they're mm-hmm. better the next day. True that. Oh. Where, where do you have to go? Like you're back in New Hampshire now and you hadn't been in two years. Are there places like, do you have your regular stops? Like when I go to Henderson, I always have to get, well, last time I got Pizza Inn pizza. Because did I tell you all about that? That I did a search on Pizza Inn and there was one in Henderson and one in Zimbabwe. And I was like, geez, I I better do this now. (laughs) Well, subsequently found out that there's some in Durham. So I don't have to go all the way to Henderson or or Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe. (laughs) But like. Go to Henderson. You got to get uh, Henderson barbecue because they make great vinegar barbecue there. And go to the Henderson Mexican restaurant and, you know, ride around and see the old school and stuff like that. Does everybody do that? Um, I definitely do. When I go home, I have to go to Mason's Root Beer Stand and get a Coney, which is basically a chili dog. Um, and I have to go probably the Angle Inn or somewhere else that has a delicious giant breaded pork tenderloin sandwich oh, and yeah. bob's oh, pizza good bob's pizza. what about you there's a sandwich place called moe's which is pretty funny because down there welcome to moe's yeah exactly <laughs> but it's like an italian sandwich place mm. they've got a few chains and it's it's awesome it's super basic it's pretty much just like meat and cheese and some peppers and onions and that's about it um, no bread, huh? It's a different kind of sandwich. <laughs> no, weird. they throw it at you. Here you put it, go. Put it in your hands. <laughs> um, but, but that, and then there isn't a specific other place, but generally it's like I always want to try to get seafood because it's like way cheaper and brilliant. Oh, yeah. Just yeah you can right get a fresh. lobster. 
you can yeah. get a lobster the size of you for like four dollars <laughs> up there right now. Yeah, it's stupid. I mean, someone the other day was like, "Hey, do you want to pre-order a lobster?" I'm like, "How much?" They're like thirty-eight bucks a pound. I'm like, ah, "No, I'm good." What? Yeah, yeah I, I'm all good. Have you guys seen this thing? It's been going around for a few weeks now. Where there's a um, anthropologist who's been talking about how many friends humans are capable of having, and the one guy topped it out at 150 friends. Wow. Yeah. Are these and, people uh, we actually see on the regular and do stuff with, or just people that we kind of like? They're meaningful connections defined by people you know well enough to not feel awkward, and if you ran into them at the airport, you would feel okay speaking to them. Oh, I've got hmm. lots of friends then. 150 of them in your life. I mean, I guess if that's the criteria, but when I think of a friend, I think more in terms of would take me to the airport or I would yeah. be cool with them being in my house, you know, if they needed a place to stay. That's that's my friend line, I think. You would in invite them to high. a party. Yeah. <laughs> 2.30 in the morning, you get a phone call. Like, I need you, a shovel, and... <laughs> And some work gloves, and we oh. got to make some stuff happen. Now, wait, those are close friends. There's a difference there. Well, I feel like the number of close friends was like 75 or something mm. like that. No. He may think so, but do they feel the same about him? Ah, Ooh, that's interesting. <laughs> I'm weird th- like that, man. Yeah, I don't. I, I'm. I have trouble maintaining long term existing. I don't know why. I'm just like, nah, I'm good. Yeah, I think well, we're all doing that though. We're all doing it, that now. It requires a little bit of effort on your part, Matty. That's why you don't do it. <laughs> See, there is a I'm ep- good. effort. <laughs> no, I I think that we're all so insular. You know, we we our worlds have become so small because we have access to everything. You know, it, it's like somebody described mm-hmm. our iPhones or our our smartphones as being our snail shells that that's our home that's our whole world and we carry it with us like a snail does and when you have access to that you don't really have the need to maintain genuine relationships to call up and and tag up with people like you used to you know yeah and even even outside of smartphones with just like you know places where people where you used to have to go inside and speak to people like the bank and even the grocery store now and places like that, we don't have to do that anymore. So we're just, we're not connecting with people like we used to. See, I feel like I connect better with those people than I do with people (laughs) in my normal circles. Than your actual friends? (laughs) Yeah, no, like I, you know what? I pride myself on having a fantastic conversation with a receptionist at like a doctor's office when I get Mm. them on the phone. Like I, or customer service. You, I am. this I'm is the most another, charming boy ever. Yeah, this is another one of those things where you have one view of yourself and they have another view of you. <laughs> they hang up the phone and go, good uh, God, I wish you could have heard this. That guy. Next time that pops up, you're answering. <laughs> no doubt, man. I, I don't know. I and, and I'm not saying, I'm not pointing fingers because I'm the worst about this. You know, I don't keep up with people the way I should, the way I used to. I used to have like a schedule of phone calls and I would call all of my people and check in with everybody regularly. And my friend Scott, we used to talk two, three times every single day. It's, yeah, but I feel like you're better than most. You I are, still think that you're one of the better ones. You are better than most, and you're also much better than most men. And that is a man thing where you do don't Do you know how much I hear that? Calls. It's absolutely, I mean, in this particular situation. But, um, you know, women do that a lot more, make the phone calls, make sure that they... Um, you know, go out of their way to 
keep up with people a lot more than guys do. My nephew was just telling me, he's like, I know I need to call my grandpa and, you know, whatever. But he like, he just never does it. He never gets around to it. Are you guys happy that J-Lo and Ben Affleck looks like they're back together? Are you so relieved? God, thank God. I kind of like, see, I told you guys when this news first broke a couple weeks ago, I was like, you guys, J-Lo, it's Benifer 2.0. And you're like, no, they're just hanging out. They're just friends. I'm like, no, nope. Their name thought- could be Belo. <laughs> if it was Belo, like the old grocery store. Uh, Y'all don't remember Belo, do you? I know Bilo, but Bilo? is that the same thing? Belo. Okay. Is it Bilo? You know, well, you know how I know it's not Bilo? You want to know? How? Come on, step right into Belo. It's a fact. Our prices bring you in. Our people bring you back. Belo. Um, okay. Was that the one that was spelled B-I-L-O? Yeah, below. Well, those singers said it wrong. <laughs> well, they named their company stupid and pronounced it dumb. Right. So but, yeah, J Lo and Ben Affleck, go ahead. No, so, did you see the thing about how like uh, Matt Damon? I guess someone was asking him, and he's like, "There's not enough alcohol in the world for, to get me to talk about that." <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> like they tried to ask him about that, and I was like, "Yeah, no, screw you." Well, speaking <laughs> of alcohol, I mean, I hope that that Ben's got his issues under control Whoa, because I did always soon. like them. No, it's not too soon, but I did always like them together, and I think that was one of the reasons why they broke it the first time. Look, he just needs a little something to get his day going. And then, you know, he's got it. He's got to top that off around lunchtime. Just, really? you know, yeah, because, you know, he, he wants to maintain. And then in the afternoons, so he doesn't get the shakes. He just has a little something. It's nothing. Are it's you no seriously big deal. making excuses for Ben Affleck? Of course. I love that guy. <laughs> okay. I love that guy. Yeah, boys. Uh, but the thing is, there was a, one of those online poll things, and they were like, which couple has broken your heart? And Ben and J-Lo were like the number one or two right up there really? with uh, with Brad and Jennifer Aniston. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Can you believe that? Like, I don't care about any of that crap. The one that it still hurts my feelings was Burt Reynolds and Lonnie Anderson. Well, see, you get invested. For some reason, you feel like you know these people and you're like in their relationship. You're like, oh, I like them together. This yeah. is awesome. And then they break up and you're like, what? Well, what and some of some of the other ones I didn't even recognize, like Miley Cyrus and her husband. They should have never been together anyway. But, um, you know, I didn't recognize a lot of them. It got me thinking about those couples from when we were coming along that were like the celebrity couples. And who who else? Bert and Lonnie were the big one, man. And that was a love story. Um, Lee, Lee Majors and Farrah Fawcett. They stayed together, though. No, didn't they, they didn't. They got divorced they? and she married Ryan O'Neal. Come on. Oh, that, what a mistake. See, I what didn't about, even know uh, that. What about Bert and Ernie? They're still going strong. <laughs> you know, there's there's still a lot of questions about Bert and Ernie and and you know what's really going on there. I, have they ever come out? Come out? I don't I don't know why that's any of our business. Bert let Bert and Ernie live their lives however they choose. <laughs> hey, Bert. The rubber hey, Bert. ducky is the only one who knows the truth and he ain't talking. Ernie, Look, I'm tell everybody to mind their business. <laughs> I, look, they can love. You know how I feel about it. Love is love. Yes. Whatever you choose to do <laughs> is is a beautiful thing. But I am curious about Bert and Ernie, so I'm going to look it up. Let's see. There was one recently where I was like, no, and and now I can't read. You know, that's the thing. It's like you know how relationships work. Is even the most perfect ones, or the ones that seem the most perfect? It's funny. It's like you don't know what's going on there. Oh, absolutely not. And but oh. it is funny when sometimes I hear that people broke up, and I'm and I feel it in in my heart, and I'm like, wait, why do I care? I don't know these people. Yeah, 
Okay, so Frank Oz, who you guys both know as Miss Piggy and Yoda. Yes. Yep. <laughs> he uh, he was burped, and he said, of course not. Of course they're not a couple in love. However, one of the Sesame Street writers says that, yes, of course they're in love. Of course they're a couple. And, and yes, they have come out. Uh, there's several. You see, it's, it's yeah. all over the place. I believe I, when they were created, they were just supposed to be two best friends. I think that people, yeah, personalize their own scenarios into something you see on TV and you make it what you want. Well, I mean, you know, relationships evolve and maybe it has turned to something more. They they got out of the friend zone. I don't know. I don't care. You know, some nights I get it. I totally get it, Bert. Ernie. All right. So they're now um, saying that we can get our kids vaccined in a minute. Are you cool with that? Because I was all gung-ho about getting my vaccine, counting down the minutes and fighting with the app to make an appointment. And now my sweet, little, beautiful, perfect daughter is ready to get hers. And I'm like, oh, what if she has some side effects? Oh, you weren't worried about me having side effects. <laughs> You're grown. You're all right. But I was scared and you didn't care. Of course I cared. I care too much. That's my problem. Uh-huh. The uh, the boy came home and he was like, "Here, sign this, mom. I'm getting the vax." And it was like, "All right, cool," you know. So and then you know, with the with my daughter still just trying to figure out, you know, once they get everything up and running, we'll have to figure it out. Well, that's a great answer. But are you concerned about you know her her reaction to it? Does this matter more to you than when you got the shot? I guess is the question. Uh. I am going to kind of see how everything goes. I'm not really that concerned, but at the same time, it's, you know, everybody's got an argument one way or the other. And I don't think there's a lot of, there's a lot to know about it either way. And so we're kind of all in the position of taking people who are supposed to know what they're doing at their word. And I I have to assume that if they've said that everything is safe, then we kind of go with it. But I mean, you're going to hear it both ways. So just, I don't think you've ever answered me. (laughs) I'm not really in a position to solidly answer that right now. Dancing around your question. Right? Gee whiz. I'm exhausted from all this tap dancing. Yeah, well. (laughs) Next time, do it on top of a flagpole, and you'll really impress me. (laughs) You're not going to... Come on, man. That's not a bad subject. It, It... it, honestly, real talk, it kind of yeah. is at the moment. So I, I rather well, not go into it. Oh, okay. You have to understand, he's okay. got to deal. You know, he's dealing with another oh, mother and her family yeah. who may who may so, look so at maybe, it differently than he does. Maybe so let's talk about your daughter some more. Okay. Yeah. Bruh, I, I got the same thing. My daughter has told me that she has to get the shot while she's with me, otherwise she won't get it. So there, there's your answer on that. Neat. Yeah. Isn't that something? But yeah, I'll take her. I don't care. I'll get me another one. <laughs> But I am you a little that concerned. One woman in Italy got six, six of them. Yeah, and she's fine. What? Yeah, Why? Because well. the, the nurse filled <laughs> up the, the syringe with the whole vial and gave her the shot, and then she looked down and saw five more syringes. She's like, oh, bibbidi-bobbidi. Oh, gosh, she, I'll bet her shoulder hurts. She's fine. They kept her for 24 hours to make sure, uh-huh. but then turned out, hey, you're great. You're the best. Oh, snap. Before we run out of time, because I just saw this. I don't know if – I bet you hadn't seen it yet because you're out of town. Hold on. Let me get this right. Okay. Merlefest, presented by Window World, announces first round of lineup. Oh, oh really? neat. This is – No, I haven't seen it yet. I remember they right. said that they were getting ready to do – because they were fin- finishing up doing their awesome – they were doing that big raffle thing. 
Merle Fest 2021, which will be uh, September 16th through the 19th, they have announced Tedeschi Trucks Friday. Neat. Melissa Etheridge Sunday. Oh, yes. Yeah, bro. You got Love it. Her. It's back. Mavis Staples Sunday. <sighs> Leanne Rhymes Friday. Nice. Sand Bush down to Buffalo. Yeah. Uh, et cetera. The Waybacks. So, Dude. but yeah, big. That's big, isn't it? Mavis Staples is brilliant, but uh, Tedeschi trucks, they are so good. I will definitely. You said that was Friday? Yes. Yes. Now, All right. is, I know what I'm going Is Susan the Tedeschi and Tedeschi trucks? Yes. It's oh, she's Tedeschi great. and Derek trucks. And Derek trucks oh, yeah. is like the second coming of Dwayne Allman. He's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Maddie, I love have, both you, of them. have you ever seen Melissa Etheridge in concert? No, I haven't seen her live. Well, so she's one of those that I liked her a little bit, but I actually went to go see the opening act for her at the time and then was so greatly impressed by her that I've gone to see her every chance I've ever had since then. She's She's awesome. She's the bomb. Did you see her on that tour where she walked out on the scaffolding and she put on a flesh-colored helmet? I thought it was real cool, but the helmet kind of took me out of it. Yeah, I wasn't sure what that was all about, but I did see that tour. And it's funny because it's, you know, how her crowd is... Um, tends to lean towards the female sure. persuasion. And yeah. every time that I would go with one of my girlfriends, it looked like we belonged. <laughs> hey, that's all right. I mean, did you guys get all into that? Was it like a life-changing thing? Did you say, hey, look, since we're here and um, we're already in this, I mean, what are you, what are you doing after the show? Get used to it. No, I'm sorry. There was no experimentation involved. Uh all right, but uh, sorry, uh, quick, to, but you can think what you like. Sorry, to would have been a lot cooler if there was. Yeah, really. I mean, this story sucks. But anyway, on that note, no wait. So <laughs> Melissa Etheridge was going to play this show for me in D.C. We had her lined up. She was the dang headliner. People were traveling from all over the place to come see Melissa Etheridge at the Z104 birthday bash or whatever it was called. So it gets to be like mere days before the show and we've got the whole lineup there's like john cicada and (laughs) brian mcknight and you know like fun factory just like just loads and loads and loads because it's well those are awful and it's awful to put people through that you know because every (laughs) band has to stop and set up for an hour in between but anyway we had the whole lineup Mm -hmm. and everybody's freaking out because melissa etheridge is coming and then we get a phone call melissa can't make it there's been an emergency there's a family emergency. She's not going to make it. And so I'm like, oh, my God, what do I do? So I, I quickly called Cowboy Mouth, <laughs> and they filled in for Melissa Etheridge at that show. Oh, nice. And they oh did God. great. They're fun. Fred, I could see that, too. He had his drums and his overalls ready to go. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and he literally, he was so happy to be there, he literally kissed my butt. But anyway. Oh, he does that. Yeah. But uh, so later, after the show, we, we make it happen. There's a lot of people freaking out because Melissa Etheridge isn't there. We had to put signs up you know, at yeah. the venue that she wasn't going to be there. So it all goes by and we live through it. And then we get the news that the reason she didn't come to our show is because she was at um, Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston's wedding. That's an emergency. How about that? I mean, play Sean's show, <laughs> go see Brad and Jen, get play, married. Yeah, play with John Cicada or go, go to Brad Pitt's <laughs> wedding. It was a tough decision, I'm sure. 
She's still torn up about it. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> Thank you so much for checking us out on the Simon Says Podcast. Don't forget, we do a radio show on 98.7 Simon. If you're ever in town, check it out or check it out online at 987simon.com. Do call the Simon line. We're going to have some calls on next week. we got some ladies who called up. We're going to share your calls next week oh, at 336-373-0987. Charlie, final thought. Come on. If you're ever in Washington, Indiana, eat the Farouk Pizza at Bob's Pizza Express. She said some words. I know. Baroque boobs. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Maddie? If you're in New Hampshire and you go to Moe's, they're not going to welcome you there. Welcome to Moe's. <laughs> nope. Uh, I almost said some real bad words. Welcome to Moe's, you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Get the bleep out, man. Well, hey, be careful up there, man. If you um, if you find some some loose gas, you can bring down to us. We oh, appreciate yeah. it. Pockets. Got it. All right. (laughs) Next time. (laughs) Bye. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com.